right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 589 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football, and we're going to end this week with a high note. Um, I know last episode I did not talk about much as far as the Falcons or Georgia Southern, but I want to end this week on something that you guys need to know. I've been watching this whole situation with Desmond Ritter for months. Ever since um, we pretty much knew what time it was when Marcus Mariota was out the door. I'm going to tell you guys something. This kid, this kid is a born leader. Going back to his Cincinnati days. I know there's an article out there talking about that, him being a born leader. There's no doubt. You don't go play for a, a group of five school, which I know a lot about with group of five schools with Georgia Southern. You don't go to a group of five school and lead the team the, the way that he led this team. For the time he was there, all the accolades, all the things that he's done. So showing it at showing it at that level is not, you know, not for debate, in my opinion. But what he's done from year one to year two, if you look at the screening, if you're watching this on YouTube and Rumble, you can see the dedication that this kid has put in. You can see what the 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 time and work he's put in, not only just mentally, but obviously now you can see it physically. We're going to talk about this quarterback and why I'm happy that he's going to get the opportunity to be QB1 and where I think it can go. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Great week once again. I want to thank you guys for a phenomenal week of uh, viewership, um, listenership. You guys have been amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough. Um, But we're going to end this week on uh, a high level. We're, We're just going to do it because... It is time now that we need to start really embracing. And I think some people have. You have some people who've been pretty much hating on the fact that this guy's QB1 now. I guess people are starting to turn around a little bit. It's not that much of a slander going around. You know, there's some people still with the BS. That's how it is. But when you look at what this guy's done to transition from year one to year two, all the time and work they invested in Desmond Ritter, and he's just accepted it and uh, embraced it and trying to pull out, making, uh, showing some results of what he's learned in year one in the four games that he played in the regular season. It's something to be proud of. Now, you look at this on the screen. Well, I will say this before we go there. I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous about this because even though I know his leadership, I know what he's able to do in college. I've seen what he's done in the four games. I'm still nervous about this because it's still kind of an unknown what is on, what's going to actually take place on the field. You know, but I, I'm confident that this is going to work out. Now, if you look at the, the pictures on the screen, if you're watching this on YouTube and Rumble, there's no denying that this kid is putting work. Now, the first picture at the top is basically him as a rookie. I mean, there. I mean, you can look and see if you're looking at the screen. Look at the jersey is number four. You, he was number four last year, and you can see, you know, basically he is, you know, learning the ropes. You can look at his physique. Look at the arm that he's handing the ball off to Tyler Algier. I mean, he he looked kind of skinny right there. You know what I mean? He didn't, you know, he just got out of college. He didn't beef up or whatever the case may be. Look at that second picture, guys. Look at that second picture. Now, this is from earlier this week in OTAs. I think it was, matter of fact, it probably was the day of this recording. Or it could have been yesterday. Now, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember. But it was sometime this week during OTAs. Look at the change. In Desmond Ritter. This kid is on point. This kid is ready to make things happen. He is ready 
to take the reins of this team and be the leader of this team. Will he be a glorified game manager? Will he be a gunslinger? Will he be an improviser and be able to move around in the pocket? I don't know. All I know is, is what I've seen in the four games and what I know he's done in college, I believe that he deserves a shot. That's the part that makes me nervous because I still don't like know like this is what's going to be. Like with Matt Ryan, when I saw him coming out of Boston College, I knew what time it was. You know, you knew with him being the number three overall pick, I think it was number three, you knew what you was getting. And that first pass he threw was to Michael Jenkins and the rest was history. You you knew what it was. It's kind of a different situation. Well, you know, say kind of different situation. It's a different situation with Desmond Ritter because he wasn't picked high. Um, it was a low year of quarterbacks, honestly. I mean, you know, you had Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis, basically, and, and Desmond Ritter. And when, you know, he came in the game, it wasn't that much out there to throw out there and say, oh, I like what I see. It was a very solid and very, you know, you know, respectable, uh, you know, game. You know, he, he he didn't do anything to go crazy. He didn't do anything to mess anything up. He had some rookie well, rookie mistakes, but it wasn't nothing that was like, oh, my God, I don't think he need to be back on the field again. He made some strides every game, and it looked like he was okay. Even from the 96-yard game to the 200-plus-yard game, you know, the 96-yard game against the Saints to the 200-something-yard game against the Bucks at the final of the season, at the end of the season. he He's done something, you know. So, I feel that this kid is going to be all right. I don't know if he's going to be one of these elite quarterbacks. I don't know if he's going to be in the above average, below average, or bottom of the barrel. I don't know. But what I do know is he's putting it out there to show you guys that he's ready to make this happen. He, I mean, people are already saying he's a good leader. There's an article out there about it. I can't remember the article or whatever, but the article out there saying he's a great leader. He's a born leader. He's a natural leader. And then you see the results of what he's been doing and, and, and what he's been trying to learn the quarterback position, learn the playbook. It took a whole year to basically learn what Arthur Smith wants out of a quarterback. You know, learning how the things are going to go within the offense. Putting in work to, to, to beef up his body because he may have to, you know, take a few hits here and there when it comes to him scrambling around. I mean, just look at the arm right now. I mean, you can tell there's a difference. The kid is putting, if anything, you can't do nothing but respect the fact that he's putting in the work. You know what I mean? You can't help but to say like, you know what? This kid is doing something here. I like this. I can get behind this. But regardless of what you may think, he's not, you know, a top 10 pick or anything like that. You still can be successful in the NFL. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts. I mean, dude was successful. He was a second-round pick. Dak Prescott was successful. He was a fourth-round pick. That, same thing with Russell Wilson. You know, I don't even want to talk about number 12 from New England, but you already know what I mean by that. It doesn't have to be a topic. A lot of these fans, which I, I really don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but a lot of these fans think that, uh, you know, the quarterback has to be like a top-10 pick to just to be successful. It doesn't matter where they're picked. Brock Purdy, you know, he, he, um, you know, uh, proved that last year. It, it doesn't matter. You just need to have the guy with the right mindset that can put, you know, put everything together, what the coach want him to do and be successful in that, uh, in that, uh, system. It doesn't matter if the, all the talent in the world don't mean nothing. If you can't get things together. I mean, I'll give you another reference. 
Look at Alex Smith in the first seven, eight, nine years. Dude proved at the end of his career that he was every bit of what he was supposed to be as a first-round pick. Every pick, I think, was he number one overall? I can't remember. I know he was picked before Aaron Rodgers. But all that time he was going through San Francisco just was not, wasn't there. Got with Jim Harbaugh. But you could have made a case that they, they could have possibly won the Super Bowl if he stayed in the in in the um in the lineup. But he, I think he got hurt or something. Kaepernick came in. But even when he went to Kansas City, look what he did there before Pat Mahomes. I mean, it, I mean Pat Mahomes is don't get me wrong. I mean, excellent talent. I mean, you can't deny that. But Alex Smith was doing some good things at Kansas City prior to that. So at the end of his career, it showed that he was not the problem when he was at San Francisco. So it doesn't matter, like, you know, what 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 where you've been drafted at or whatever the case may be. It's all about the system that you put in. And for him to put the dedication in and him to be to try to be the leader that he is in this system where Coach Arthur Smith is basically turning things around here. You know what I mean? He's basically turning things around to where whatever the stigma was with the Falcons, that's about to change. And, and if you haven't seen it in the first two years, something's wrong. I'll say it again. There's no reason why we should have won seven games these first two seasons. Seven and ten, both no, no way. We overachieved both times. We were supposed to be two and fifteen last year. Y'all remember that? Some of our own fans said we was gonna win four games. Now people are looking back after this cap money came in, all the moves that we made. A lot of people are quiet now, and it looks like Desmond Ritter about to quiet a lot of you know shut a lot of people up. I mean, just I mean, just look at what's on the screen here. I mean, this dude is like. Totally done transformed on it. I mean, this arm don't, I mean, his arm ain't no bigger than mine in that first pick. Now looking at him like, yo, bro, look like he didn't put in some work. It's phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. It, you know, it's a good time to be a Falcons fan. You know, all the stuff we've been through, you know, even from, you know, Jerry Glanville to June Jones, or, you know, going up the ladder with all these coaches. We had some ups and downs, but. Now it looks like this team is about to be, uh, you know, set up for some long-term success. A lot of cap space. DeAndre Hopkins just got released. I mean, what the heck? If we could pull him, I mean, Jesus Christ. But that that's a whole other story for another day. But we're pulling things together where it looks like it's going to be long-term. The cap space, the, the, the young guys that are here, the veterans that's going to bring the, long, the, the young guys along, the leadership in, in the front office is it, 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 not the same guys. This is not Thomas Dimitrov. You know what I mean? This is not, you know, not nothing against Mike Smith. It's not Mike Smith. It's not Dan Quinn. It's not Jim Mora. <laughs> and this damn show, not Bobby Petrino. We're really in a good spot guys. And, and it's something to really, you know, it's something to really, you know, be proud of for now. All ups and downs, man. Now it's, it's a, it's a pretty good time to be here. And if you got guys that's willing to do things like Desmond Ritter do to get himself prepared for the upcoming season and doing the things he has to do and all the other guys are getting together to, to do things great from the veterans to the young guys, it's, it's you know, you, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? I mean, it, it's a part, you know, it happens. You know, you may get let down. You may, you know, have fun, you know, with the situation. You may just be in a in a, in a mode where it's uh. It's a great time throughout the season, win, lose, or draw. But you see their building blocks. They're building here, you know. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy with what I see here. Shout out to Desmond Ritter, man, putting in the work. 
Um, you know, hopefully you'll be a successful quarterback here, especially with us, you know, it, with, it, with the Falcons. And uh, I, I just can't wait to see how things are going to start off. It, I think it's going to be great. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think, guys. Let me know. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I mean, look, man, dude, dude's put in work, man. You you see from the rookie year to the second year, I mean, dude buffed up a little bit, man. I mean, that bicep looking something serious, you know. But I mean, that first picture, man, he he was ready, but he wasn't ready. But that's this second year, but I think you're ready. I think you're ready. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think, guys. I'm going to get up out of here. Thanks once again. Y'all guys take it easy, and y'all be blessed. Enjoy your week and have fun with your loved ones and your family and friends. You know, it's all good. All right, y'all. I'll see you guys on Monday. You guys take it easy, and you guys be blessed. Peace.